Welcome to Checks and Balances. I'm Michael Vincent. This is James Blair. And this week on our Money Month Crusade, you earn an income with a job, you build wealth with assets. Yeah. That was my best radio DJ voice. Yeah, it was. Um, Also, we're doing these daily, not weekly. Keep up, (laughs) keep up, keep up. It's Money Month, but not forever. There is no promise. Uh, Just the amount of work required for this, by the way. We are not doing this every day after August. We're here at 7 a.m. on a Thursday. (laughs) We're filming again on Friday afternoon. So um, this whole concept, right, is you cannot save your way to financial freedom. Mm. Mike, when I say that, what what do I mean? You mean spend the lot. Just go out there, live your best life. No. So it's hard, right? Because we are built like the monkeys we are. Our brains are designed for instant gratification, Mm. that dopamine hit. Mm. But then your boys here trying to stop you from living your best life are like, no, 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 delayed gratification. Yeah. Don't buy that jet ski right now on a personal loan. Get it, buy it off assets in the future. I don't know, man. You ever had a jet ski? Jet skis are pretty cool. <laughs> they are a lot of fun. Yeah. But don't get the jet ski now. Just like go for a swim. Sit at the beach. Sitting on the beach is free. That's what people who sit on beaches say about people who have jet skis. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So um, you, cannot, you cannot save your way to financial freedom. And we've got a few different slides. Mike, we might quickly talk about um, poor households first. Yeah. Now, we've done the episode along these lines in the past. Just a reminder. It's not about how much you earn. It's about how you spend your money and the way you live your life. Yeah. So Ravi's going to bring this up on the slide. And if you just listen to the audio, um, Mike's going to talk you through it as well. Mike, what do poor households do? Cool. So poor households, they earn the income. And this doesn't have to be a low amount of income. This can be a lot of income. You know, a lot of poor rich people. Absolutely. They then have their expenses that go out. So this can be things, fixed expenses like rent, mortgage, utilities, internet, fuel, insurances. But this is also non-fixed expenses like entertainment, they don't have an emergency fund, there'll be any, any emergency that pops up. They have liabilities because they have ticked stuff up. Jet right? skis? Jet skis. Maybe a car or two. Maybe a brand new C63 AMG. Uh, you know, maybe a C200 Mercedes, James. Uh, you know, they've gone out and ticked things up. Uh, and so it looks like they're potentially living a good life. Um, but actually, uh, there's no money left at the end of the month. And that means they don't have leftover cash that they can invest into long-term assets to grow their wealth over time. Yeah, that's right. So all of their money is going to immediate stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the liabilities are creating more interest costs, which creates another expense, which means there's no money going towards the future, which means they're always staying on the, the wheel of life. Yeah. Um, so we're not, we're not going anywhere. Um, if we look at the next scenario, which... Uh, the middle class households, mm. they're quite si- quite similar where they've got good money, but it's still just all going towards stuff. It's, yeah. it's really just a poor household, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's a poor household with a bit more stuff on tech, right? Yeah. So you've got, you know, the majority of their income it goes to their expenses, but then they have a larger proportion of their income going to those liabilities. So yeah, it might be a home mortgage now with a batch. Uh, you might be a couple of cars, that good old jet ski we've been talking about, a boat. You know, they might be putting uh, trips away overseas on on Turk. So, you know, it's the lifestyle is better. So they look rich, they look wealthy, but in reality, there's still no money going to those long-term assets that are going to grow their wealth over time. Yeah, and these kinds of households are always the same mm. where they've got good income. They go, James, I'm not spending it on holidays or clothes all the time. I just don't know 
where it's going. Yeah. And I guarantee you, if you are a rich middle-class household and not wealthy, you will be working for the man forever. Mm. You'll be on the treadmill of life forever and you'll have no control over your future. Yeah. Um, wealthy households. Wealthy households is where we want to be. Yeah. Where we are living that mindset of delayed gratification. So we could go and buy all this cool stuff mm. right now, live our best life, but we're going to really be uh, conscious of our spending habits. Because remember, coming back to the budgeting episode, it's all about income, less expenses. The amount left over is what helps us get forward in life. Yeah. So we are conscious of our expenses, keeping those, you know, it's all about balance. We mm. don't want to be miserable. We're not living on rice and beans, but we're conscious of our spending habits and we're only spending money in areas that we're getting value. Then we're also conscious around our liabilities. So we're not putting money to cars on finance. We're being conscious of the home we're buying. We're not going out and buying boats. We're putting all of our money into assets. So those assets might be you know, getting onto the property ladder, paying off the mortgage, looking at investment properties, contributing to managed funds, mm. maybe starting a business if that's something that's relevant. And over time, those assets will grow in value. They will create income. And then we can go and do the cool stuff. And we you don't can, do it on tech. Yeah. You can do get as many jet skis as you want, Take mate. Five jet skis. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Get all your mates, get all the jet skis, go out and live your best life. Yeah. But the piece is people think I can do this in six months. People overestimate yeah. what they can do in six months, underestimate what they can do in 10 years. And it's all and you feel like you're going nowhere with mm. a wealth creation strategy. But it's all about small, consistent steps over time. You look back and you go, oh. This ain't too bad. Yeah. And with the small consistent steps, the earlier you start this, the less drastic those sacrifices have to be, right? Yeah. And I think it's about if you are really wanting to grow your wealth over time, going, right, starting with the goals. And I know we bang on about goals all the time, but if you don't have the goal, if your goal is just a jet ski, like rock and roll, man, you can go get a jet ski, but that is not the goal over time. You want to be wealthy. You want 10 jet skis. <laughs> Why have one when you can have 10? <laughs> you need, you're right though. You need something meaningful that aligns with your values that gets you and your spouse excited that sticking to the delayed gratification yeah. works. If it's not something that means something to you, mm. and this is kind of just like the, you know, go and talk to an 18 year old about wealth creation. They don't have those big things for the future. They just want to live their best Life now and party till 5 a.m. What do you mean 18-year-old? In my first financial plan, we put a portion in there. But like reluctantly, you like I saw a tear roll down your cheek, yeah. your cheek as we did it. Yeah, don't worry. Christina and I scrapped it straight out <laughs> afterwards. Uh, so that is the rich versus wealthy idea. Mike, I just want to take a second in terms of uh, building wealth mm. so you don't have to kind of earn income forever. Taking risks. Yeah. Now, I know some people who hate debt. Yeah. And they go, I don't want to take on any debt. Too much risk for me but there are opportunity costs that you are missing out on, which is going to substantially delay your wealth creation strategy. Yeah, and there's both sides to this coin, right? There's the people who are fearful of debt and you know don't trust it to be able to leverage their position into wealth. Um, and then there's the flip side of the coin with the people who are like, yeah, thanks, Mike. Thanks, James. Growing my wealth over time sounds great, but there's this thing here that I can do right now, which is going to get me rich in six months. And often with the things that can get you rich in six months, you do not understand the risk that you are taking with that investment or scam. Um, and, you know, you don't want to be sitting in either of these two groups because one, 
isn't going to get anywhere by not growing their wealth, by not taking advantage of leverage. And the second one is going to lose all their wealth within six months because they thought, I know a way to cheat the system. Yeah. Now, you might be looking at this and go, this is all great, guys, but I'm not in a position where I've got you know the ability to cut my budget anymore. I don't have a lot of disposable income. The, the strategy, if you're in that situation, is not to take action right now, but being conscious of how do I get my income up? Um, and then when I can get my income up over time, that's when you start taking small steps towards wealth creation. It's the smallest steps forwards that builds momentum that can lead to really big things in the future, but they don't happen overnight. And if you put your hands up and go, this mm. isn't for me because I don't earn $200,000 a year, you are missing the point. Yep, absolutely. All right, we're going to wrap it up there. Please give us a sub. Please give us a review. Give us a like, and we will catch you tomorrow. Cheers.